totally in work mode. Yes. I'm in like, I be slept, able to hear my couch. I slept so well last night, but I still feel so groggy. Well, you're still recovering. <laughs> from, from my sleepless nights with my poor sick dog. Yeah. Um, he's better now, guys, but poor Jack had an allergic reaction to something and yeah had a very miserable two nights before we could get him his allergy shot. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I haven't slept in forever. Um. Anyways, yeah. And I always feel like, because this is, I'm down at Ashley's, which is a rare thing. So I always feel like we're just in a different atmosphere, mode. Yeah. All that than being in our recliners in our little recording room at my house. Yeah. So anyhow, um, yeah, here we are, guys. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. We only have 10 episodes after this one. I know. Left. It's crazy. So I And then think- we'll be gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> we might be gone for a little while. We might take a little break. I don't know. Honestly, we probably should. Yeah. Um, yeah maybe for like our own livelihood. Uh-huh. But we'll be yeah, we'll have to figure out what new show we want to do. Yeah, and and I'm sure we'll be reaching out yeah. to everybody to see what they would like us to start covering as well. Yeah, probably in the next few episodes on here, we'll start talking about that and getting your guys' input. And I mean, realistically, it's vote. still 10 weeks away. Yeah, we, there's still yeah, we'll quite a bit of time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's that's a lot of time. Yeah. So anyhow, um, yeah, let's see. Housekeeping. Oh, um. Ashley tweeted Aisha last week. Yes, I did. <laughs> Talk well, about that. Well, a somebody, bit. somebody told us. Told on Twitter, us. Like, yeah, you should just flat out ask her. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Uh huh. So, and she did. And she replied. She very politely declined. Yes, <laughs> which is fine. Um, it's not fine. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fine We're i know bummed, yes, it's yes fine. it's fine but she's allowed to <laughs> yes. decline but i would really prefer if she just said yes that's very kind of you yes let's do this yes um i did because i re- i replied to her reply and yeah. basically told her you know thank you for getting back to us like and i sort of threw it out there like if you'd ever be up for even just doing an email interview yeah cuz that'd be cool like we could just email her like a slew of questions sure. and then she could pick and choose which ones she even wants to acknowledge or answer yeah and ignore the rest yeah um and then she doesn't have that to could be ideal. talk to us or do anything that you know feels uncomfortable either over the phone or like a skype whatever yeah and she'll you know, just be typing it out yeah yeah and she'd have all the time in the world really to like come up with her answers and say what she wanted to say and not feel so on the spot so, yeah i don't know we'll see um yeah it was just cool to hear back from her yeah at least she knows we exist uh, like i don't know maybe she'll start listening and then be like you know what these girls love me i'm gonna give them an oh interview. my gosh yeah we'd probably embarrass her with our fangirling <laughs> if she did if she did accept an interview i know so yeah that was exciting news um I think that was the only big thing over the last week. I think so. Podcast-wise. Um, I wanted to watch so badly. So I'm realizing Turk Flick doesn't have subs for DEK until Sundays. That okay. seems to be the trend. Um, but because we tend to record on Mondays or Tuesdays lately, mm-hmm. I 
my more priority is watching the episode of EK for that week. Right. But then it's like, I don't want to watch DEK right after because then I feel like it's not the most recent thing on my mind that I've watched. So I usually don't get to watch now until like Wednesday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I'm always, I think I'm always going to be like an episode behind because. I'm like three episodes behind. So. But you watched the first three, You're already doing better. No. (laughs) Oh, I thought you watched the first three. I didn't finish the third one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. I don't have, I don't freaking have the time. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't. Yeah. I, I love Turk DZ and if I had all the time in the world, if I weren't involved in a bunch of stuff and worked full time and did a podcast. Yeah. Um, and you know, did two small groups and tried to read a hundred books in a year. Yes. Then sure. Yes. I could watch (laughs) all of the Turk DZ. It's true. But. Um, right now because of the podcast, yeah. going back through EK is my priority. Yeah. So. Same. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, so yeah, let's see. What else do we have? Question of the week from last week, which will, as you guys know, we told you last week, one of our listeners, Amy, gave us this idea and yes. I loved it. It's also what spurred on, I think, the tweeting at Aisha too. Yes. Uh, but the question was, if you could ask Aisha only one question about EK, what would it be? And we got we got some good feedback on this one. Um, so, Leal, I think that's how you say your name. I'm so sorry if it's not. But Leal says, well, this is maybe not the question, but I'm very curious to know what her plan was for Fabri. Did she want him to become the evil villain or a suitor for Sanem? Because... Until episode 17, it seemed like this was the direction she was headed with him. And I always – I started to question that too. I think even when we covered episode 17, I said like, hmm, I wonder if her plan really was for him to go full evil or just to be a roadblock kind of someone go pursuing Sonem to spur John to be like, oh, if I don't get my crap together and get over this, I'm going to lose my chance with her. Right. Um, so that was a good question. And then Anika asked, if I could ask any question, it would be, what would she have done for the storyline of EK during the time period she wasn't writing it? Um, Seriously. I'm I'm so curious to know where she would have gone instead of Osley's ideas. Uh, Zizi wrote, I would like to know what Sanem wrote and placed in the pill bottles. I think Mm. that was a handful of you guys said that, and don't we all want to know that? So, Aisha, if you're feeling generous and you just want to tweet something very vague and cryptic about bottles of pills and notes. Yeah. Kind of, you know, the way she... Like messages in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, Nayara said, I think I would ask her about the original idea for John M. Reconciliation after he found out she was lying to him. Mm. And how they would end up getting married if her plan was to show us their married life as we all wished. And that's a good question because right when she left... Everything had hit the fan. Yeah. So, yeah, I would be curious. What was her ideal timeline? Like, were they supposed to get back together by episode 20? Was it supposed to be another 15 episodes before they got back together? I mean, I doubt that. Yeah. (laughs) 15 episodes. (laughs) Freaking brutal. They would have lost everybody. Maybe, but then the 30s would have been a lot better. Yeah, but 15 (laughs) episodes? For them to – that's long. (laughs) Well, I was just throwing it out there as a for instance. <laughs> that's, that's just such a big number. I'm I like, I don't know that I would have lasted 15 episodes. That would have been rough. It would have oh. been. Because we had to well, – yeah, you're right. Because we didn't even have to wait 15 for them to get together. To right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mimi asked, 
what what would your favorite what was her favorite ek episode to write and why Mm, that's a good question a very good one um and then let's see what did we get oh you know what julia also had a question but she sent it in a dm she said question of the week is so good i would want to know about the process how do you essentially write a movie length episode every single week how Mm. many weeks out do you have planned how much of the writing process is influenced by ratings so like was everything Aisha wrote everything Aisha wanted to write? Or Osley, for that matter. Right. Or was it like, here's the ratings for this week, so you better tweak the story to do this, this, or this? I'm I'm sure to some degree they have pressure, yeah, yeah. from the executives. So I'm sure that happens in America as well. Oh, totally. As I'm far sure. as, you know, being pretty, pretty ratings-based. Yeah. It's all about the money. Um, Moran on Twitter asked, I would love to know if there's something you really wanted to bring to the EK storyline, but couldn't due to restrictions, whether it was time, budget, censorship, etc. So I thought, ooh, that's a very good one. Yeah. Uh, Kalina asked, I would want to know more about John and what Sanem and John experienced, felt, and thought in the year they were separated. So their regrets, Sanem's efforts to find John, if John's oh. resolve almost broke, and if there were times he almost headed home to make things right. That's a really like good that. question. I did. Yeah, I had written, I replied to her when she tweeted it, and I was like, I love that. Yeah. Um, and then, I think this is Fatima. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is. EK Pirate one on Twitter. Um, I love to, I'd love to ask her if she had continued on writing for the show after episode 17, what was her plan for John and son M? Mm-hmm. Would she have redeemed Emre? Would Layla have eventually fallen in love with Osman? So many questions. It was funny because then she followed up and wrote, oops, sorry. I just realized it was only supposed to be one question. <laughs> you didn't follow the rules. Yeah. <laughs> like we all wouldn't have a million. And then exactly. Amy, who's the one who gave us the idea, uh-huh. said from 40 to 46, we saw John and Sanem read and work through the different stages of the story of the birds. And then in 47, 48, the story abruptly shifted with the new writers. Yeah. So I'd want to ask how it was supposed to play out after 46 and what her vision was for it. Mm-hmm. I I wish they could have at least just let her finish out the series. I wish once they found out, like, okay, yeah, you only have three episodes left. Just bring her back. They should have just said, all right, guys, sorry. Like, we thought you were going to be here for the long haul to get us through for the rest of the yeah. year. But now that it's not, we're just going to have our original We're going to bring the big guns in. Mm-hmm, and let her finish what she started. Yes. Agreed. That would have been Yep. Ideal. And then we had another one about the notes in the bottles um, yeah. from Kate. So, Yeah. I think that would be – I feel like that one just goes hand-in-hand hand with the whole rope thing for John. Right. So that that would be probably my immediate, like, okay, what was that? But then I agreed with pretty much everybody else's um, questions. Yeah. So, yeah, those were really good ones. Um, there – yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yep. There's a lot we would love to know. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I think we can get started. So the hashtag for the episode was Hala Seviorum, which is I still love. And then the summary, I didn't write down, but I did take a screenshot of it from Instagram. So bear with me, guys. Usually I'll try to clean it up, but I forgot. And so it says, uh, can John come back on the excuse that his boat is broken? Because is it harder for him to stay or harder for him to leave again? 
He can't tell Sonem that he's back for her. Um, he, gosh, this, these translations are so bad. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, our couple can't tell each other their problems, but fate has covered their network. <laughs> uh, Fikri Harika team continues to speed up their hunt of customers to get work going again. And then Sonem is elected writer of the year by an association. And Yeet wants to turn it into an opportunity to be alone with her. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty, this says the saint, but I'm pretty sure it's Aziz. <laughs> oh, okay. Aziz, with the help of the team, will be able to take a place where John and Sanem will be together with the help and scheming of the Fifi Harika team, mm. which is the photo shoot that ends up happening. Yes. And it says it's just enough that, that it's just enough that their world will be brought together or the world will stop again. By the way, uh, John is sure that Yeet has burned the book and he makes a master plan to reveal that. So, sorry guys for the rough translation of the summary, <laughs> but here we are. So, we open up on... On last week's ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This so a good one. Yeah. So, I just said, sabotage that boat, baby. Yep. <laughs> Oops, sorry. I just totally hit the mic. And, um... Yeah, so we're we're back there, and he throws it. And I remember when I first watched this, I was thinking, um, it looked like he saw her because mm-hmm. he almost gets a a look of surprise in yes. his eyes after he throws whatever that little well, it looks like he's piece focusing is. on something. He's yeah. not just kind of glancing out. It's like his eyes kind of focus on something. Yeah, but he he didn't no. or they decided that he didn't yeah um so yeah that's that he's stuck so we flash to uh the farmhouse and denise is asking sanem to read to her yes which is basically just so that we can get some snippets of the book yes we got a lot of the book this episode we did i didn't realize that until like i i mean i'm sure i realized it when i watched it but i don't i didn't remember that yeah well and i'm almost positive I didn't watch this episode with subs because there were only certain parts that I recognized what was being said. And I think it was from the live translations that either like Miriam or Tina would give us on okay. Twitter. And I was like, oh, there was like whole sections of things that I was like, oh, this does get explained. And I don't remember it. So okay. I'm pretty sure it's the first time I've watched the whole thing with a translation all the way through. Oh. So it was kind of cool because I felt like, oh, I'm getting some insight I didn't have before. Yeah. I couldn't figure out if I had seen this one before mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. It all was pretty familiar to me right so that made me think that i had, had. but it could have been well that you, that the subs from the the live watch were just good enough yeah for, well and we did a bonus episode on this one so you definitely saw it live on 41 mm-hmm. yeah we have a bonus episode for it no i no i for sure saw it live i mean oh with subs. you mean with subs yeah yeah what did i say i i think you just said like saw it in general oh I, that's how i took it sorry. i meant it with subs i'm okay. sorry okay um i was like well i'm pretty sure you saw it because we yeah. watched an episode on it but i don't think either one of us maybe watched it again with subs after that yeah i remember the live subs that people were tweeting though were pretty pretty good yeah um for this one so mm-hmm. i feel like even if i didn't see it with subs i pretty much had the gist of what happened totally agree um so Anyway, she Sunem starts to read from her book. So she says, The Valley of Belief. First of all, the birds have passed through the Valley of Belief. I think it's just like first they passed through the Valley of Belief. And there was no belief left for anything in them anymore, except what they had seen. Mm-hmm. 
But actually, there was a chance to believe without seeing, without understanding, without knowing. Just like how we don't see, know, or touch the feelings that are leading us, that are making us who we are, yet we do believe in them. Just like how fairy tales come true even if we don't believe in them. Hmm. Just like how in times of our life when we feel the most unhappy and filled with disbelief, a sentence, a gaze, a touch can be the cure of, for the lack of hope. I guess that's it, huh? Or No. Okay. So I was right. It's I was a, right. It's just a scene change. So well, that's like, uh-huh. that's what threw me off. It's still part suddenly of this whole thing, there's a uh, scarecrow John. Uh-huh. <laughs> the birds will not be able to pass from this valley unless they start to believe. They will be stuck in this valley forever, afraid of coming back or moving forward until they realize what's behind what they're seeing until they learn to believe in their feelings. Mm-hmm. So. Yours was, I watched, you must have watched the uh-huh. different translations because I was watching on Turk Flick and I was like, okay. For Even- all the words that were coming out of their mouth, the translations were so short that I was like, all right, I'm clearly missing chunks of stuff here. Even sometimes the quote good translations, I have to uh-huh. be like, okay, let me get my mind around right. what's happening here uh-huh. because it can just be confusing where i'm like okay yes that's english (laughs) (laughs) technically sometimes it gets such just a literal word for word translation that then you're like okay something literally gets lost in translation exactly exactly so basically yeah they it's just about the journey of the birds Mm -hmm. that they have to and and a lot of it because you know it's kind it's Aisha tends to write very poetically, mm-hmm. and so I think because of that, it can be more challenging to right. translate from Turkish to English and still sound poetic and meaningful, and under and to be able to understand the symbolism right. and the poetry of what she's actually saying. Yes. So anyway, obviously, it's a picture that you know they need to let the past go. Mm-hmm. They need to move forward. Um, they need to realize that they can believe in their feelings. Mm -hmm. And so this, again, we have a lot of very symbolic stuff happening within the story as a parallel of the book during this episode, which, of course, we love. And Uh typical Aisha. We sure do. So. So. So after that, I I wrote, she sadly goes back to the dock because as far as she knows, he's left. Yeah. And I wrote in parentheses, love her outfit, by the way. I think I loved everything she was in this episode. Yeah, this was a good – this is a good outfit episode. Yeah. It's funny. After the switch um, to the, their new looks, mm-hmm. I was always kind of torn. I didn't really know which one I preferred mm-hmm. because, honestly, Demet could put on whatever and she'll look amazing. Uh-huh. But I really Unfair. do love the the bohemian look of, of her wardrobe. I just think it took episodes. some getting used to because she was just more – not eclectic. That's not really the right word before, but just more, it was a big shift. Yeah, but it was still a very. You're right. It was a very big shift. She was more urban, you know, yes, like that's a good um, word for it. And you know, they were working in the agency, so there was a bit of a uh, business casual kind right. of a look with yes. everybody. Um, I mean, even more business professional for people like Layla and right Emre and yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, um, loved her outfit. Oh, but then she looks out and sees the abandoned and stranded boat. Yes. 
And then, and then look I wrote, who's coming wrote, down to enter, the dock. Enter the dirty pirate. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I wrote, intense eyes. Um, we had a lot of intense eyes this so episode. So much of yeah. the intense eyes. And I just wrote. And the, secret smiles too. A I lot of secret smiles. smiles. Look, I put she secretly smiles. Mm-hmm. They are secret smiles because they don't let the other one see it. Yeah. And they almost and they don't both, let you see it, yep. the audience, but you catch it. Yep. They do that so well. Um, so yeah, I wrote intense eyes, banter back and forth of like, will you go? Well, should I go? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go? Do you want to go? And it's Well, she's like, you didn't leave. He's like, he's like, well, no, I didn't leave. And she's like, you didn't go. And he's like, if you want me to leave. And she's like, do you want to leave? It, well, yeah. She's like, we'll go around like uh-huh. this forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's I, like, I couldn't leave. Dot, dot, dot. Big pause. <laughs> My boat broke. I know. You chicken. Sure, John. We totally need to get, we need like a meme that's like the sure Jan, but a sure John. John. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but then as she turns to walk away, she secretly smiles Mm -hmm. that he is there, even if it's supposedly not for her. Yeah. And then I said, poor Muddy Duren, but we get to meet Baloo. (laughs) What? more mud for Durant. I know. Didn't oh, she learn man. not to walk that way the first time? She, in in this little scene, she says something to the effect of like, why isn't there any other way to get to this place? But there is because people pull up Obviously, all the time in their cars. But it's supposed to imply, I guess, that on foot you uh-huh. can't get there any, I don't know. Either way, she's literally stuck in the mud. Yeah, even though everybody's cars get through nice and clean and shiny. Yes. <laughs> But but Duran keeps getting stuck poor in the Duren. mud. But then she has a hero this time because yes. Balut comes walking up. Yeah, and it's just a cute little interaction because at first she's like, "Help me!" and then she's like, "No, wait, don't help me. What are you doing?" Don't she's like, "I don't up. know you. I don't know you." So he puts her back down in the mud and starts to walk away. And she's like, "But my ankle. I changed my mind. Come back, <laughs> carry me." And he does. And yep. what Balut the builder? Balut the builder. <laughs> but what did Jessica? said that she, that he what did she, he's um he's turkish benicio del toro yes yeah. benicio del toro yeah, thank you baby totally baby is. benicio baby yes. benicio uh-huh. is what she called him yeah <laughs> i just feel like that perfectly describes him yeah so then i said what's next oh they're fikri harika customer hunting on a disconnected phone oh okay, yeah JJ. jj's being so weird he's just pretending to make phone calls like practicing and muzo's and like muzo's screaming at him <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing this phone's not even connected to anything because you the audience you actually think he's talking yeah to someone. and then muzo <laughs> yells at him yells at and him. then duran comes in and she starts screaming yep. and aziz is just sitting calmly reading ju- yeah he's just chilling <laughs> and just taking it all in i Everybody's love it he's losing their freaking mind but if you notice because duran starts to be very duran yeah and balut's like whoa and kind of like, like slips see you out later. the back door yeah He's already got a glimpse of her crazy. And then I wrote, commence the freak out because now they've announced John is gone. Yeah. But Aziz has faith because he's like, oh, don't worry. It'll he's so out. calm. He's, he's like, he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I love it. And then what happens? He walks right in. Yep. And don't you just love that he explains, you know, well, my boat broke, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he says, it will take a long time to fix. The parts <laughs> have to come from abroad. And I'm like, oh, you chose very well. Which, very specifically. Which part you were going to break of the boat, didn't you, John? Yep. 
And then, oh, we find out that he saw a hut close by that he can, it needs to be fixed, but it's something he could stay in if it's okay with Sonam since yeah. it's on the property that she's living. Then Yidiot comes. <sighs> there was so and much And ruins of the party. There was so much of this of him this episode. I mean, I know he's just a, he's still a prevalent character, but it was yeah. Like, oh, there's so much of you this episode. There is a lot of him. I can't. Yeah. And I put um, unannounced again with a quote surprise for Sonny. Yeah. I said, and then there's a bit of a peeing contest between yep. him and John. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, and then we, we find, find out, out that Sonam got Artist of the Year. Yes. So yay for Sonam. Um, then John tells her everyone's congratulating her, but he tells her congratulations. You deserve the best. Yes, it's yeah, so sweet. Yeah. Then everybody kind of takes off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aziz basically tells John, "Have you read Sanam's book? Mm-hmm. You should read it. You need to um, read it." Yeah. And so John's kind of saying, "Yes, I'm slowly work slowly working on it. Sure, I'll I'll get through it eventually." So, and then we pan over to. Breakfast at the Idens again. Basically. So, yeah, we can pretty ex- – we yeah. can expedite this let's, pretty easily. Let's condense all the Emery Layla stuff right now. And that was a lot of mm-hmm. the episode. It was. So if we just knock this out of the way, we I'm can just for it. get through the good stuff. So everything that happens, it's all dispersed throughout this episode, but we're going to condense it right here for you guys. Yep. Basically – Emery's on his phone a lot. He's being suspicious. He's like turning his screen down. He's mm-hmm. secretly taking phone calls. Yeah. Mevkabe's laughing at his phone. Yes. Yeah, smiling. smiling at his phone. So Mevkabe's suspicious. There's a couple times she overhears snippets of a conversation. Yeah. He's talking about him saying something like cute, beautiful, beautiful cute, lovely. I, I fell in love. Yes. Yada, yada. So basically, she's convinced he's cheating on Layla. And rather than talking to him mm-hmm. and confronting him right. on, hey, this sounded really weird you're acting kind of weird yeah can you tell me what's going on no she goes and runs to Niha and freaks out and initially and then, Niha is the voice of reason yes for a little he is while. for a little bit but then he's not and he joins her in the crazy mm-hmm. and they follow him to a lunch where he winds up having lunch with a woman they videotape him they videotape him appearing ha- uh, to give this yes, woman jewelry a necklace, jewelry She's and they holding. look through his credit card uh they open his, his mail yeah Dude. Federal offense. It probably isn't in Turkey, <laughs> but yes, I did think of that. Either way, in America, either, federal offense. <laughs> either way, you crossed a line. Like, oh, you're for opening sure. your son-in-law's mail. That's so no, for this sure. Is bad. One rando thing. Oh, go ahead. When they brought the credit card mm-hmm. statement to Melly Hot, her yes. hair looked really good. Yeah, it did. You're right. <laughs> uh, but so they, they wind up. Back at the Iden's house for a breakfast or lunch or something, yeah. Huma's there. Ugh. Yeah. And, and basically accuse him. They accuse him. And, and Huma's show like, Layla Wait the video. a minute. No. Yeah. They show him the video. They told well, they tell Layla about it first. So Layla's Yeah, I like, said they show Layla oh, the video. Okay. Yeah. Um they show Layla the video. Emery comes Emery ends up joining them and is like, well, hey, and they're family, like he, what's up? he turned out to be just like his father. Yes. He, which, which yikes, saying that, you don't even know him. And first of all, no, he's not. Because no, he's not. Aziz is amazing. Yep. Emery is not. So he's not even like his father, even though you were meeting it as an insult. Because somehow now you believe that he's like cheated on Huma or something. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't know. Because it's this episode also well, appears to be like, oh, Huma's buddies with them because she can just go over and have like lunch at their house now. Well, and then later it it sounded like him comparing – them comparing Emre to Aziz 
was like, oh, he's already got a new girlfriend. Right. I saw it as, at least in these translations, because she's Mevkabe ends up saying something like, yeah, just like his dad, he he was married to one, but has been in love with someone else the mm. whole time. So basically making Layla the Huma right. and whoever this mystery woman is, the Mirabon right. of that, which whatever. Yeah. It was clearly all because it was clearly all to get to a point because then Huma's like, "What do you mean, just like his dad and his exactly. girlfriend?" And it starts turning the the hamster wheels in Huma's head that like Aziz must have a girlfriend. Yes, which we'll get to that when we get to that. But right. yeah, so Layla calmly is like, "Honey, can you explain this? Because this looks a little weird." And yeah, I'm sure you have an explanation for it. Yeah, so she's the logical one, even yeah. though if anyone would be the one to jump to conclusions and be offended, it would be her. Yep. And they all have to eat crow because yeah. he's like, well, it's our one-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I, she's our friend. So I was showing her the necklace to make sure it's something that Layla would love. And I was thinking about getting a puppy because her dog just had puppies. But then I realized that's probably not a great idea because we still <laughs> live with you guys. So instead of getting her a puppy, I got her this necklace. Yep. And they all feel And like I showed it, it to her mm-hmm. at our meeting to make sure that, you know, Layla would actually love it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Perfectly logical. Except for the fact that they're broke and live with her parents. So what are you doing buying her an expensive piece of jewelry? Kristen, but... it's on a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wise. <laughs> no, that's so, all right. I don't – yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't defend him. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, so that is – the gist of everything Layla and Emre this episode. Yes. So there we go. So there we, we go. We just cut out about 45 minutes Hallelujah. of the episode. <laughs> so now so, let's yes. go back to perfume and cream making at the farm. Yeah. So John shows up. He asks Sanem about the hut. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, would it be okay if I stayed there? Do you know who, who does it belong to? Right. It's yeah. Mirabon's. And she's like, but will you be comfortable there? Because basically it's run down. Yeah. She's acknowledging it's not really livable, but he's basically like, listen, I've like lived in crazy conditions and I can fix it up. Yeah. He says, I mean, our previous hut. And then pause. And then says, I, I mean, mean my the hut. hut. Oh. <laughs> Straight to the gut. Oh. <sighs> and then he helps her carry boxes because yeah. she's packing her creams and stuff up. So he's like, let me help you with that. Mm-hmm. And they go on a little walk. So it puts them on a little walk together. And she's like, how long will the boat repair take? Yes. Because obviously she wants to know how long he's going to be around. And he's like, well, if you ask when I will leave or when I'm going back, it won't take long. Don't worry. And it's like, you just said it was going to take a long time, bro, because it's a part that comes from abroad. But whatever. But he's probably telling her. And then he brings up, you won't be here anyway. Because I heard, you're, I heard yes. you talking to Yee and yes. you're going to go to New York. Yes. Because he says, but I heard when you were talking to Yee, I guess you'll be in NYC for six months. Yes. And she says, hmm, you must have heard incorrectly. That's yep. not true. Leaving things that are valuable to me isn't easy. Ooh, Which is ouch kind of is a, what I wrote. Yeah, oh, she's slamming yeah, him. Because she's basically saying like, yeah, it's not that easy for me to leave a place I love, even though it was easy for you to leave a person you supposedly yeah. loved. Yeah. It's all in what's not being said this episode, guys. Yep. Um, so yeah, they they head back and everybody basically sees that John is back and they're yeah. all happy. They're all jumping it's a nice little reunion. Yes. Um, and then he's trying to help them load everything up because they're going to go to – they're planning on going to the bazaar mm-hmm. and they're planning on trying to recruit some clients yes. for Fikri Harika. And 
But Balut is there with his... I swear, you guys, look up a picture of Bob the Builder and tell me that Balut's <laughs> costume was not based <laughs> on his design. It is basically exactly the same. It's true. He just doesn't have a hard hat. Nope. That's the only thing he's missing. Nope. So, <laughs> so Balut the Builder is there and he's like, oh, no, I got it. And he starts loading everything up mm-hmm. and John suddenly is rendered useless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they head off. They yeah. head off in their truck, and then John heads somewhere on foot. Did you notice, though? Okay, this part, I was kind of like, um, what are you doing, John? Because he writes down a shopping list of things he needs and hands it to JJ and is like, can you get me this? Which, I mean, I know they're friends, obviously, but it was kind of like, but you're not really his boss or anything anymore, and you don't oh, yeah. need to go get that stuff yourself. I didn't even <laughs> notice that. He does. He has. He's like JJ. I need this stuff. Here's a list, and he's like, okay, John Bay. But it's like that's so not, random it's too. So random. It didn't do and like that didn't go anywhere in that no, episode. But it was just a funny thing because I'm like, okay, I could see that if you were still at the agency. He's your employee. He's an errand How funny. employee. At that. I didn't even. But that didn't even register. You don't even own part of the company, dude. So. <laughs> JJ yeah, JJ does. does. Yeah, <laughs> so JJ's the boss now, and you know he was obviously he's the wasn't being demanding and rude about it. It was just like, hey, here's a list. I don't know if it was like, just hey, like, while you're out, will you get me this stuff? Yes. That's that's the vibe I got from it. I just it. thought it was funny because I was kind of like, all right, but then yeah, it never, nothing ever comes of it. It's not like, you know. Anyways, I maybe just he it. just wasn't going to be able to walk on foot to the bazaar or that's something. True. Oh yeah, because he doesn't have a car or anything. Yeah, that we know of. Okay. Yeah. So then. You know, Sun he's M's, hiking like a hobo. Yeah, Sun M's like basically like I don't care if John's here or if he's there wherever he is. Like he's not here for me. So right, his boat's broken and that's it. Well, and Denise is like, all right, <laughs> um, emergency therapy session. Yes, <laughs> and grabs her and runs because Denise does everything frantically and fast. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Huma calls John. And then starts immediately with the guilt tripping. I wrote, <laughs> Huma calls John, more guilt tripping. Oh my yep. gosh. Because, yeah, she's like, oh, you remember you have a mother. And he's Little like, yeah, man. mom, I'm coming to see you. And she's like, oh, well, did you ask your dad for permission? Oh, I hate her so much. <laughs> so do I. Ew, did, how much did you cringe at her reaction when he when she opened the door and he was there? And she's like, John, John, John. And mm-hmm. she hugs him, and, and it's like, like, mm-hmm, like yeah, on the back. are this is this really sincere? You're actually excited. Again, I just don't understand. Again, you are the reason he was gone for a year. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you don't want to miss your son for a year, maybe it'll be such an evil hag and ruin his and life. Ruin his life. <laughs> But, you know, whatever. But why why be logical? What do we know? (laughs) So, yeah, then the therapy with Denise, a conflicted son M, of course, because she's like, I want him to stay, but I want him to go. Right. You know, um, so Denise is good for that, being like, okay, spill your feelings right now. Yeah. Well, and and son M, at at one point near the end, she basically just kind of reiterates that Mm – it's it's impossible for us to ever get back together. Right. And that's something they both say this episode, mm-hmm. that no matter what happens, even if things are kind of, quote, good between them, right. they're never going to get back together. Yeah. So then we get more Yeet screen time because he apparently is an artist now and he's like <sighs> – 
sitting in front of an easel drawing. I wanted to slap his stupid face in that scene. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like when they showed him sitting at that easel. I was like, oh my "You're gosh. so dumb. He's so dumb. <laughs> you're doing." Because Sun M's trying. To- I just got enraged oh, at the sight of him by uh-huh. an easel. I don't like, know why. It made I wanted me so to pick mad. the easel up and like <laughs> knock him upside the head with it. Like. I hope you suck at drawing. <laughs> sure he does. So, because Sun M's trying to write, like, her little blurb or short story. I, I don't know if it's, like, her author profile or she's supposed to be submitting, like, a short story for this. I think it's a short story. Because it's, like, there's several artists of the year. And so they're all yes. supposed to submit little short stories. Yes. That's supposed to be. That they're going to sell, I think, be, like, for charity. That then, like, somehow. Well, they were going to all be separate. That was the original yes, thing. Right. And Each then, one was going to prepare their own thing, right. and and then the I don't know if they were going to auction therapy. them off. Yes. Or, yeah, but so, yeah. Either way, she has to write some type of story blurb. Whatever. Yes, and she's having a hard time. She's having she a just hard can't time. Write. And I love it because oh, they weren't. He wasn't drawing yet. This was when they're in the house. I jumped ahead. Oh, they're just going. They're oh, just in the house. oh, okay. Sorry, okay. guys. So put a pin in the whole. Ye- but this thing. is where the whole artist of the year idea is. Yes. Kind of explained. sparked. Explained. Yes. So and Aziz is there. Aziz walks in, and I, I wrote Enter Baba <laughs> to keep an eye and insert himself a little. We love an interfering Aziz. Because and he's like, what are you doing? What's up? Oh, well, and he kind of plants a little idea. Like, mm-hmm. well, what if all of the authors compiled everything into a book together? Yeah. And then, you know, it's all one piece. And, and then Fikri Harika could, could be a con- contributor right. and would could help out with the distribution yes. and all of that kind of stuff. To basically get it to more into more hands to make more money for the charities. And it makes zero sense why Yeet would would like try to block this idea not only try to block it who are you bro you're you're just her agent whatever publicist what what do you have to do with making a decision about because he's like well it's already set in stone what they're doing well you're not the association that's giving her the award bro no he just doesn't want to see anyone else involved because he wants this to be like his thing with son m yeah yeah, I appreciate the the good intuition that Baba Aziz has, though, yes. because right away from the second he meets that guy, uh-huh. he's like, you can tell by the look on his face, uh-huh. he's like, there's something with this guy yep. that I don't, I don't like the look of him. Absolutely. So then it's bro time. Yes. With John and Emery. Yeah, so this is how we, um, yeah, so, so they have a conversation yeah, they're in Emery's car, I think. They are, mm-hmm. yeah. So Emery must have picked him up or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, they're heading to Huma's is what it is. That's right. Yeah. Um. So John basically admits that he still feels guilty yes. every single day about what he, quote, about did what, to Yeet. Yeah, about what even he though supposedly he put didn't do anything because Yeet is fine and he's just a backstabbing, awful, terrible, evil liar. Yep. Let me add more. Mm-hmm. How many more adjectives <laughs> can we come up with for him? But yeah, yeah, I put my note was John still guilty about Yeet and the quote consequences. Mm. And then he says, you know what hurts the most? Mm. The fact that Sun M believed Yeet over me. Oh my oh. heart. I wrote I wrote Poor um, poor baby. I put yeah, he's still hurt over her believing idiot over him though. And who and wouldn't be? Who can't who can blame him? The supposed love of your life. Yep. It's like, no, you did it. Yep. And Emery's like, okay, 
if it wasn't you, like, are you well, sure it was him? Like, yeah. what did he, he wasn't saying he doesn't believe John, but what he's saying is he's like, just like, why would he do that when he yes. wanted to publish that Because logically, yes. Yes. Like maybe there was an animal, a wind, a gust of wind. Do you have security cameras up at the hut? And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I don't. But then you kind of see a spark of something in his eyes, in yes. John's eyes, and you see an idea forming. Yes. You don't know what it is With yet, the talk of the security camera. But there's an idea for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And then we pan over to Mirabon and Aziz discussing their relationships. I was like, oh, they're having a DTR discussion. Let's yes. define the relationship. Yes. Uh, he's ready. To, he's basically like, I'm ready to stay. Like, yeah. You know, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here to stay. And um, he also points out to her that he thinks something is off with me. Yeah. Like, that guy is weird. There's something wrong with him. Yep. And, and she's like, yeah. She's he's like, so what? Nice. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And. I put again. It's always the nice guys. It is. Ugh, it is. So I love it though because right then Aziz picks up his phone. Yep. He calls the association that's awarding Sanem and the other authors and artists. Because he's actually an important person in the world and has yes. connections. No kidding. Yeah. And there are already people who, like, he's based, clearly he had a relationship with these people before because he's like, oh yeah, we're back up and running. Yeah. So it leads it's you to his believe. his friend. He later on says yes. that his friend is the, the head of this organization, so the Women's like, Entrepreneurs yes. Association or whatever. Yes. So, you know, he's like, yeah, we're up and running. And I put, again, standing and interfering Baba because he basically says, what if we did this makes his suggestion that he did to Son M and Yee. His better suggestion. His far better suggestion yeah. because if the whole point is to benefit charity, uh-huh. he's trying to find, he's finding a way to benefit charity and also his own plan. But hey, at least he's also benefiting a charity. He's benefiting everybody. He's benefiting the charity. He's benefiting Fikri Harka. He's John benefiting and John and Son yep. He's benefiting Son It's yep. It's so good. It's good. And so I love it because Mirabon's, what are you doing? When he gets yeah. on the phone, he says, I'm weaving the webs of destiny. <laughs> he says, ta, 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 ta. <laughs> and then he, yeah, I love it. And when he basically says, like, this will force, like, John and Sanem together. She's, yeah. At first she's reluctant because she's kind of like, right. Because mm, all she knows is hurt Sanem. Exactly. And she's protective. And I can't blame her for that. Yes. But I love it because – Aziz explains how they're meant to be. He's like, they're like you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, a storm basically tore them apart. And I don't want them to wind up like us where it's 40 years later and we're finally yeah. getting our happy ending. Yeah. And she seems to then go, oh, okay. Like, yeah. And she's on board. Or so she's she at least going to, you know. Support this. Sub- yes. Yes. Love it. And then I wrote this next scene. You want to talk about it? I wrote 90s detective show music. Yeah, I was like superheroes, bad boys, the the gang, mm-hmm. like there's there's something happening. It reminded me of some of the music from Mutashem Ikili. Oh, so okay. That's why I was like like So that's why you were thinking detective. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like a buddy cop movie or yes. something. Yeah. Well, cuz the the Fikri Harka gang rolls oh. up into a town. And they all like jump out, out of the, the car like they're superheroes <laughs> and they're ready to jump into action. But, so funny. Yeah. They're basically there to try to get clients. Yes. Um, and they're delivering Sanem's creams to the local customers who order them every yes. week. And that's mostly what happens. Um, yes. Like they go and bug a baker and he doesn't yeah. want <laughs> – he does not need want, advertising because no. he's the only baker in the uh-huh. town. <laughs> he's like everybody already eats my bread. I don't yeah. need them. To, <laughs> I don't need to hire an advertiser to get more customers. Yeah. Um. 
and and, but for since they're in like a different town that Duran's not familiar with, she's kind of like, yeah, no, I'm not going with you guys. You're crazy. I'm staying right here. Yeah. And Baloo, I love it because he's like, all right, well, if you're not going with them, I'm putting you to work. Just thrusts a box into her hands yeah. and is like, follow so take me. take this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and then, so while all that's happening, we pan back over and I said, the brothers are visiting their inhumane mother. Yeah, I, I said, I said, John finally comes to see humanoid. <laughs> humanoid, that's a good one. <laughs> and I said, she's dot, 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 excited. <laughs> And, and totally passes over Emray. She does. And then she hounds John about his year. Oh, you must have. She's trying to make, basically paint it to be this like lovely trip. Like you must have visited so many countries. Tell me about this, all the places you visited. That. Show me all your pictures. Yeah. And he's like, um, first of all, it didn't take any pictures. And I was barely on land unless I needed supplies. I literally lived on the sea. Yeah. Like I had a very lonely existence. Yeah. And, and she's like, because oh. of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like what? Did you think that was going to like get rid of your guilt like oh well he yeah. had a good time on his year-long trip then i don't have to feel bad about the fact that i ruined his life yeah yeah like it was a vacation yes yeah and then i love it because she flips out that they're oh all gosh. staying on son m's farm because yes. he's like well i found a hut blah, blah blah and she goes she like flies into a rage oh just and she's like i'm trying not to get angry right now but i'm getting angry and she just starts flipping the heck out awful and she's like you finally forgot this girl so why is aziz staying with her and i love it because john looks at her and says who said I forgot? Yes. And I'm like, yes. The finally an out loud admission. Yep. Into Huma of all people. And then I love it because he says, do not speak her name again mm-hmm. or I'll break your heart. Yep. And I'm like, yes. Stand up to her. For it. Stand up to her evil, John Bay. That's right. So good. So then is the creepy drawing scene out. Yes, out, out in the field. In the field with the pretty tent and all that where Sonam's trying to write. And he's and gazing just, at her oh, like so the creepy. creep he is. <laughs> Which I, I wrote later. I was like, I'm such a hypocrite because when John is staring know, at her unknowingly I and know. taking photos, well, it's not creepy at all. And they stare at each other too. Yes. Like, it, that's the uh, thing. Sonam stares at him just as much as she's, yes. that he stares at her. So yes. it's, yeah, it's okay. Yes. She's not staring it's at you that way. It's not unrequited staring. No, it's not. <laughs> but, yeah. So It's like, only because it's Yeet. That's what makes yep. it creepy. He's like Because he is an evil creep. Yep. And drawing whatever the heck. I don't know. So don't know everything he does is evilly creepy. He's probably drawing something to go next to that photo on his wall in his Ew! bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> no! He probably has a murder bag in his car too. Well, yeah, with with handcuffs and rope and a knife and (laughs) yep. Sure, he does. Guys, it's always the nice ones. He probably has a don't trust anyone Volkswagen somewhere too. (laughs) If anyone got that reference, I'm curious. (laughs) I'm sure someone will know. Someone will know. (laughs) <laughs> a Dan Volkswagen. Yes. And what that refers to. Uh-huh. So. My dog just came out because she heard me yelling probably. Oh, <laughs> poor Zuzu. She's worried. So John is, while this is happening, John's moving his stuff into the little cabin. And Sanem is watching him lovingly and longingly. Yep. As hardcore gazes. Hard Lots of core. hardcore gazes. And of course, Yeet notices where her eyes are staring, not yeah. at him. 
And he tries to distract her because he's pathetic. Yep. But then there's just more John M staring. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, oh, okay. Sorry, we should get back. Like, uh-huh, I, I can't right. write. Uh-huh. Um, and so ends the weird little hanging out in the fields. Yeah. Well, and, and she, and she makes a comment, but then kind of stops. Yeah. She stops going into that thought. But she says something to the effect of, yeah, I can't write. You know, when you're forgotten. Mm-hmm. And then she stops. Mm-hmm. So clearly, again, I think Kristen said it very well. It's all about what's not said. Yes. Like, again, kind of the reading between the lines uh-huh. and what isn't said in this episode. Yep. So, And then now we're picking flowers, which Yeet does without any trouble, even though he supposedly has a limp and a cane, mm-hmm. but he's helping Sanem pick flowers. Okay. Yep. And then um, her parents FaceTime her because she's like, oh, look, they're calling again because as we yeah. know, they're helicopter parenting her from afar. Yes. They see John in the background of the FaceTime, though, because he's moving his stuff. Yeah, and they're not happy. And they lose it. They flip out. Yeah. And, ugh, Yeet reassures them because they love Yeet right now, you guys. And they mm-hmm. basically, he's like, don't worry, Sun M is always with me. And I wrote, cue my skin crawling. Yep. Thanks. And then Mevkabe, they hang up. Mevkabe's like, I'm going to the farm. I'm going to bring them food, but I'm checking on her. So yes. then... I love it because as John's finishing moving in and starting to do his stuff with the cabin. Yeah. She has a flashback to episode five. Yep. When she has that- he has a flashback too, doesn't yes, he? Yes, right yeah. after this. She has the flashback to episode five when when it's her first visit to his cabin and he tells her that like he never brings anyone here. It's his yes. place. It's his fortress of solitude, basically. Yes. And John is fixing things and he's also having a flashback mm-hmm. of when he was gathering the wood and she's dancing to the music. Yes. In his shirt and basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all very sweet. I love I love when we get those little callbacks. Yeah. So the gang tries to win the baker, like you said. <laughs> um, JJ's then, giving him ridiculous marketing ideas yeah. for commercials. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um so then we flash over to a lame moment. Yes, which we covered, kind of. It's when he well, gives... Well, so the the only reason I'm mention, mentioning it is... Because John calls him. Because John calls him. Okay. Yeah. Because um, all this tells us is that Emre is still a loser Jobless. with no job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and even Layla was like, I wish you'd waited until you got a job to buy me this necklace. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, at least there's some smartness in you, yeah. Layla. Yeah. Uh, but then John calls mm-hmm. and basically says, okay, you know how you said the thing about the camera? Okay, well, Yeet doesn't know that I didn't have a camera there. And I have a plan. Yep. And I'm going to need your help. So he's got Emray on board to help him with whatever plan he's going to, you know, figure out. Yep. And we're back to the gang. Yes. Our um, sweet, smart Duren. Yeah. Sweet, smart, intuitive Duren. So... Balut is giving a rather large order to one of the customers of Jiren. the creams. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jaren. <laughs> yeah. So she orders at least 20 creams a week, a week he says. Yeah. And Duren is kind of like, that's weird. All right, something's fishy. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. And you're talking like from two people who love to slather moisturizer and serum all over our faces. Yeah. I don't think we could even go through one jar of moisturizer a week if we tried. We'd have to drink it. We would. <laughs> much less 20. Yeah. So. So. 
That we'll come back to. Yes. Um, and then I put, ugh, more YNS. So Yeet and Sonam screen time. Even though her eyes are on John and his eyes are on her. Mm-hmm. I love it. It, yep. couldn't, it wasn't that big of a scene, but basically they're just talking about stuff, but she's only half paying attention because yes. John is there. Yeah. And then we're back to Duren. Yes. So uh, I said the dream team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's a good name for them. Yeah. They got a job at the hardware store. Yeah. And – oh, no. I'm sorry. First, Duren figures out the scam. Yep. Because she finds the cream online selling yes. for five times as much as Sun M sells it for. Yes. So she's like, hey, look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then that's all that we hear about that yes. for this episode. For this episode. Yeah. But Duran figured it out and, yes. um, you know, they're – And she's righteously indignant. Yes. On and behalf there's going to be hell to pay yep, because it's Duran. <laughs> yeah. So then we're back. The whole team has basically, you know, gotten back together yes. and they've – they're all excited because they got a job for – they got an account with the hardware store. Yes. And the hardware store is going to use Fikri Harika to advertise. Correct. And the whole time, they're all like carrying tools and JJ is hitting himself with a chain. <laughs> I know. It's all very... Swinging it around. <laughs> yeah. Just being weird. Yep. Being JJ. And then Mevkabe shows up at the farm with food. Yeah. And then eavesdrops on Emre. Yes. And then One of the takes off. times and then takes off. Yeah. She's like, I saw what I needed to see. I heard what I needed to hear. I'm leaving. And then basically, yeah, that's all that really happens, huh? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I guess I didn't mention that. I thought that happened. But then Sanem brings the food to John because she's like, I thought you might be hungry. Mm -hmm. So I brought you some food because he's been working hard all day on the hut. Yep. And this time – this time around watching it, mm-hmm. I understand why the camera panned to the knots on the tree. Uh-huh. I was just going to say. And why the Disney music was playing. Can we take note of all those knots in the rope on the tree? Yeah. Yes. Because the first time, I remember everybody that we were watching mm-hmm. watching it with was like, okay, what's with the what's with the rope? Yeah, like, because he was, in the episode before, he was doing it on his boat, tying tons of them. Right. So now you're like, okay, now they're on the tree. Mm-hmm. What is happening? But now we know what's now happening. Now we know. Because yep. he missed his lover. Yes. And Sanem <laughs> noticed it. Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder if she knows the reference as well. Right. So. I mean, she's, she's reader, very well so, read. Uh-huh. Yes. So it's very possible. So, yes, you're right. Um, Sanem brings him food. I was like, their freaking eyes are giving me butterflies. The way they're just mm-hmm. looking at each other. The way he is intensely looking at her. And uh, he kind of offers an olive branch because he says, I'd like some tea and I don't have any here. And then she says, I don't drink chai anymore. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. And leaves. And then after she's gone, he says, I don't drink tea I don't anymore either. either. <laughs> oh. So it's like that was an olive branch. Yeah. Like, he was finally willing to drink tea again for the first only time. Only with Sunem. But only with Sunem. Yeah. So <sighs> in on a happier note, Baba has an announcement. Yes. And Yeet's They're having there. like a company meeting. Yeah. And Yeet's of course there too. Yeah. And he's like, Fiku Harika is creating a book of all the authors being awarded. It's going to be distributed much further now. Yes. To make more money. Basically his whole idea that we already explained. Yeah. Yeet says, not, oh, how awesome. I'm so glad we're going to be making more money for this charity. Mm-hmm. He says, 
I wish you'd told me. And I love it because as he says, I just did. <laughs> oh, so good. So, but because Fukuharika is such a new company, he explains, we don't have a photographer to take the photos of Sanem. Uh-huh. We don't have a lot of money. We don't have a lot of startup money. So, so John, uh-huh. why don't you take her pictures? <laughs> and I love it because John concerned with Sanem says Sanem may not be comfortable with me taking her photo yeah but then like JJ and Duran kind of start to lighten the mood like well you've worked together before yeah it's just gonna be, be a like big that. deal it's, yeah it's gonna be fine come on Sanem you'll be fine and right. then she finally relents yes because she's like okay yes because this is for a good cause yeah and so she says okay and then I said I love the not so secret signals between Aziz and the gang because they're like thumbs up they're so and, like, obvious and, like, wink wink and like fist pump it's like <laughs> guys they're right in the room and then i love it too because <laughs> baba kind of like tilts his head like okay everybody leave the room now like because then it'll leave just them together yeah and then so it's just john and his dad mm-hmm. and john confronts him and asks about okay like tell me what's going on with the whole mirabon huma thing because one of huma's comments when they were visiting her was if it weren't for your dad we'd still be a family of four Yes. Well, I think she says it weren't for, if it weren't for that woman. Or that, yeah, maybe. You might be. Anyway, right. if it weren't for someone. She's right. blaming other people right. for her own misfortune. Mm-hmm. And so I love it because he, he asks. He says, you know, so tell me about what's going on exactly. Yes. And Baba says, and look. And he's finally explained. And this is what I realized. I don't think I really fully grasped. Like, okay. I knew from last episode like, okay, he was someone she was in love with. He does explain to his kids, like, I never cheated on your mom. That's, she thinks that. But that was the only explanation I got. This I like okay. that there was more of an explanation to the story. Right. So he says, look, you guys know who and what to believe. But I've never cheated on your mother. Mm-hmm. I was in love with Mirabon long before I met your mom. I met your mother because she was a friend of Mirabon's. And when I met her, she always knew of my love for Mirabon. Then Mirabon and I broke up, but my love for her was never over. Her elegance, her beauty, her exuberance. Your mother knowingly married me with all of this information. Mm-hmm. Then the paranoia and jealousy began to increase. And the day that we had our last fight, she again accused me of cheating on her. And I just accepted it because I wanted this meaningless marriage to end. Yeah. And he goes, yikes. And then she left. That's it. So John says, So in short, you never cheated on my mom. And he says, No, never. Yeah. He says, But, and I love it because he owns this. He says, It is my fault that I did marry her, even though someone else was in my heart. Right. <clears throat> so I love that we get a little further of an explanation. Clearly, there he's also telling him, like, you know, like she was the love of my life. No one else was going to take her place. Right. Yeah, I let something essentially dumb <laughs> separate us because we right. never really find out what it is but it was just young stupidity from what yeah. we understood and they broke up and they broke up yeah um and so yeah i love there's always these little nuggets of wisdom because he's like yep i shouldn't have been with anyone else yeah even, knowing i was in love with someone else like because she was it yep like get it john <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah and then i and then there's um i said file and photo organizing with bert and ernie <laughs> yeah kind of another throwaway scene yeah because um, it's just kind of getting organized, like, you know, kind of making the 
schedule timeline for the photo shoot because Duran's there. Yeah, um, it's all kind of preparation for the photo shoot yes, and for everything. Yeah, so, preparation. so we we switch over to Yeet and Duran and John and Sanem. They're all kind of figuring out the photo shoot and we find out how even after a year they're still on the same page with things mm-hmm. and they know each other super well yep. because they're trying to figure out the different details with the photo shoot right and he says something about a studio and then john and sanem keep saying the same thing at the same time uh-huh. so like they'll be they both say outside a more natural setting mm-hmm. yeah they both say outside they both say things should be natural uh-huh. yes. exactly i love so it. so it's just further little proofs that yep. that um they're like-minded yes i agree um and then I said, oh, yay, more Huma screen time because who shows up at her door? Aziz. Aziz. Because he's finally had enough of yes. her dang crap. And I love it because it, he comes in, he sits down and realizes there's a magazine open to a like a spread on Son M. On Son M, and yeah. he's like, um, are you Son M's secret admirer mm-hmm. <laughs> to her? Yeah. So good. Did you get the screenshots of their conversation? I did. I the the first little portion I didn't, but um basically Huma is basically Huma is still blaming everything terrible on right. Sun M. Yeah. And Aziz is like, oh really? Yeah. Cause she's like, you know she's not a girl to admire. She wrote a novel about her son and ruined his life. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Oh my gosh. And so Aziz immediately defends her. Right. And he says, she's not even taking a single cent from the earnings of that book. She donates it all to charity. Yep. And she's like, she, oh, well, great. She managed to impress you as well. (laughs) The company is ruined. Our sons are dragged to separate ways. Our employees are all scattered away. And our prestige is long gone. And he's like, oh, okay. And everything... All those things are because of Sun M. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah. And he says, not our two sons who were controlling the company, not you who had 50% of the shares, uh-huh. but it's because of Sun M. Is mm-hmm. that it? And she says, oh, you're so right. The company collapsed because you left it. <laughs> she is the Teflon queen because nothing <laughs> sticks to Huma. Everything bounces off of her and it's somebody else's fault. So he says, okay, this is it. Come back to your true self, uh-huh. Huma Anam. <laughs> Direct your accusations to me, just like always. But I know where this conversation is going to go. Mm-hmm. Now, please excuse me. And she's like, Aziz, wait. Oh, Aziz, wait. <laughs> you need to leave that farmhouse right away and take our son with you. <laughs> if like he he's gets, a kid. Right? If he gets caught in that girl once again, he would be ruined. And he says, our son is already ruined. Yep. Why do you resist to understand this? Mm-hmm. And quite the opposite. If he keeps from away from Sanem any longer, there will be nothing left of John anymore. Yep. Why don't you want to see this? And she says, oh, that's right. What would I know about love? Don't you, didn't you leave me behind to follow the woman of your dreams? Didn't you ruin our marriage? You could never forget Mirabon. And what did she do? She left you and went away. Love only hurts people. I love what he says after this. Yep. He says, it's not love that hurts people. People hurt people. Yes. That's all. Amen. Baba's wise words. Yep. He says, love Ugh. is just love. Mm-hmm. And 
Huma is again delusional. Yeah, says it's not. That's not how it is for our son. I will not allow him to go through it all once again and destroy himself completely. And Aziz comes in for the killing blow. Uh He says, "Put it into your head, well, Huma Anam. I'm ready to do anything for my son's happiness. Do you hear me? Anything." Look at his now, face. Excuse like me. Oh yeah, her, I love it so much. He's he's angry. taking no prisoners. Yep. He says now, excuse me, and he pieces and out. He is out of there. I love it because the funny thing is, Huma has been saying for you know fifteen episodes now, I'll I will do anything to ensure my son's happiness, and clearly that means two different things to her and Aziz. Yeah, she and. It, again, it's one of those things I think it just boils down to she doesn't know her son no. at all. Nope. Because she wants what she wants. Yes. And she thinks that what she wants is going to make him happy. Yep. Which just proves over and over and over again mm-hmm. how she doesn't know him at all. Well, and at this point, not only do you not know him, you just don't care. No. Like, this isn't even – you can't even be – there's no fooling herself anymore. Your your son. She's back, intentionally he's blind. Miserable, and he, all because of something you put into play. How in the world do you think that this is what's good for him? When you see how miserable he is, and it's not like you even have a better relationship with him. So you literally haven't even benefited from this, yet. right? So yep. Anyhow, she's just dumb. So so um, right before that, though, I want to kind of go back because mm-hmm. that scene when they were talking and planning about the photo shoot. Yes, I want to talk about because she's and about, about the brochure refusing. and mm-hmm. uh huh. Well, because they they bring up different things about her, yeah, like and, her hobbies and likes, and and Yeet was saying, you know, they're gonna want to see you at home. Maybe maybe they can study. do um something with your perfumes. And she immediately gets mad and she's like, no, my my perfumes have always been mine. They're about me. I don't want to share them. Yes. And so Duran is immediately respectful Mm -hmm. and is like, okay, no perfume, no problem. Yep. Not a big deal. And again, I could just be reading into what I want to. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, again, felt like that was just a tiny little message from Aisha that like – I never planned on Sanam selling oh. her perfume. I never would have gone that way with that storyline. That's a good point. Because she's making it clear with this line that no, they've always been mine. Yeah. They're not they're not for the world. Yeah. So anyways, just had to throw. No, throw that's that a good little, point. Little nugget out there. I think that yeah. was her telling us, like, yeah, I wouldn't have done the whole Fabrian selling of the perfume thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could be right. <sighs> anyways. So then they're talking about, okay, what else can we basically talk mm-hmm. about? Or what else could they write about? And is it Duran that asks about the phoenix? Yes. I believe so. Well, they basically are all like, well, what about the birds? Like, birds are a central part to the story. And I think right. it's JJ that actually says Oh, you're right. The birds. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she says, oh, well. No, they both talk. They both say the birds at the same time. Yes. Yes. And, um. And that's when we get a little snippet of Sunem talking about them because she basically says, the phoenix, though. I want the focus on the phoenix. Yes. Which is her, as we all know. Yeah. And that's – do you have that? I do. I, don't, I didn't really like the translation I had. She said – yeah, she said about the phoenix, we can write about her, mm-hmm. abandoned, left all alone. Mm-hmm. But she's a miraculous bird who managed to be reborn out of her ashes. Mm-hmm. And then John says, what about the albatross? <laughs> He's also in the book oh, title. John Bay. <laughs> Listen, I love you. 
I'm with you on that. But if you're going to comment on her book, you better have dang well read it. <laughs> Don't provoke the beast. <laughs> and she says, oh, well, about the albatross. Oh, man. And she gives it to him. <laughs> Let's just say he has enormous wings. <laughs> He's a big fan of his freedom. <laughs> he loves to fly wherever he wants. And he always flies solo. <laughs> He's designed to be that kind of a bird. So, again, yep. we've, got, we've yep. got some passive aggression uh-huh. going on. All the things not being said. Oh, man. So, okay. then. Um, so, that's all. I just wanted it. Yes. No, I totally they, agree. They had some <laughs> little. Yes. Nice little snark. Yeah. Um. So, then it's later on. It's the evening time. Yes. So I'm sitting at the dock like she has, as we're led to believe she does this regularly. Yep. Taking her meds. Taking her giant glass bottle with its one tiny pill in it. Yep. And. And writing her note. And writing her note. John notices her because he's about to walk back to the dock and he kind of stops and observes. Yeah. And watches her take her medicine, watches as she pulls out a piece of paper, writes the note, puts it in the bottle, and tosses it in the water. Yep. And I put his sad eyes are slaying my fragile little heart. Yeah. And then he finishes the dis- – he closes the distance and walks and sits to her and her. sits down yeah. kind of back to back with her. Yeah. And he asks her, is that the medicine? Mm-hmm. And she says, well, a lot's happened while you were away. Yeah. And that's when he finally kneels down. And you can tell he kind of wants to like reach out, touch her, and then realizes like that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. So he sits down with his back facing her back. And I love it too because as he's doing that, you can tell he's fighting his emotions because he like closes his eyes. He mm-hmm. like rubs his eyes because it hurts him knowing that she suffered. Like, yeah. They're both upset right now yep. in this scene. And – he says, well, nothing happened while you were gone. A big nothing. Yeah. And he says, I'm so sorry. I, the thought of you staying in that clinic. And she says, don't worry about me. I'm sorry for myself. You weren't there. Actually, you still aren't. Mm. And then his, it just pauses for a second and you see the look on his face like as she's saying that to him and it's awful. And she says, you didn't come for me. You didn't stay for me. And and it's like, hmm, are you talking about the, the yeah. past? A year ago or are you talking about right now? It sure seems like mm-hmm. you're talking about right now. And he says, you wanted me to go. They're facing each other mm-hmm. now. And he says, you didn't want me. You didn't believe me. And she says, you did not believe me in me either. You never believed me. You walked away from me. And she says, you told me to go before. I didn't go. Yeah. I stayed. Yeah. I stayed here, and you see, I'm crazy now. Poor Sondheim. I know, poor baby. And he's just looking at her, and he says, I wouldn't have gone if you had trusted me. Yep. And she says, well, you wouldn't have left if you really loved me. Mm. And they're both wrong, and they're both right. I know. It's so... Ugh, because it's like, man, he's so right with the things he says, and she's so right with the things yeah, that she says. But such they're also is both the wrong. pattern of these episodes. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The dim- the many dimensions and just that small little conversation. Yeah. Well, and and I, 
again, I just appreciate this stuff because relationships are not simple. No. Nope. The, the dynamics and the nuances of problems mm-hmm. and arguments and things like that. They're Perception. very Yeah. They're yep. very nuanced because we're humans. And so I appreciate the fact that Aisha doesn't just write these things like they're black and white mm-hmm. and it's simple and it's easy and right. oh, if they just get over this, then everything will be okay because it's way more complex than that. Amen. So I just appreciate her understanding of human emotions and yes. how relationships are so complicated. Yes. See, Aisha, we love you so much. Please reconsider <laughs> at least an email interview if you're listening to this episode. Lutven. So, <laughs> the next morning, Sanem is feeding the chickens. Yes, we get some comedic reprieve. Yes. Because her inner voice is back. Yes. And at first, because it hasn't been in so long, she thinks it's the chickens yes. talking to her. It's so I did funny. not realize that. Again, because without subs, you yeah. don't really get that. And I was like, oh my gosh, she actually thought the chickens were talking to yes. her. So funny. Oh, poor Sanem. So... And her inner voice basically is like, well, John came, uh-huh. so I came so back I'm too. Back. <laughs> <laughs> so, and her inner voice is basically just scolding her as right. usual. Of yes. Like, he's going to destroy you again. Mm-hmm. He's going to leave again. And you need to prepare yourself. Yep. And they then kind of JJ argue sees. back and forth. But yes. Yes. JJ sees. And then freaks out and goes to Denise. And he's like, she's talking to the chickens. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, wait, she's. She's, like, having conversations again, like, weird conversations. And right. So somehow JJ's like, we need to do dance therapy with her. And she's like, okay, what's dance therapy? And so they all decide they to all decide do dance therapy. To do dance therapy. And to trick their brains. Yep. And-, <laughs> and I totally forgot to try to figure out what song this was. So sorry, guys. I don't have that oh, for you this week. Oh, I didn't even bother either. Well, and it's hard because they're kind of talking over it the whole time. So there's not really a chunk where I could put Siri up to it to be like, what song is this? Right. Because it, it's hard for them to recognize it without – Yeah. Unless it's just music. So right. if anyone does know the song, uh, let us know and we'll edit it and add it to the episode notes. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, but everyone winds up joining in on the dance therapy because then yes. the dream team winds up coming back to the farm. Yeah. So they're all there. But it sort of just winds up being the girls dancing after a couple minutes. Like yes. JJ and Muso kind of go off and do their thing. So it's just Duren and Denise and, and Sanem. Mirabon comes. Yeah. And I love it because Duren's like, because the guys are all standing off to the side. And she's like, ugh, Balut is handsome for no reason. <laughs> like, look at him just standing there being she's handsome. like, he's so irritating. And, and Sanem's like, well, the most handsome is John. I want to stare at him. He's so bronzed. Uh-huh. And we look at each other and I lose my mind. Like, again, the first out loud admission yeah. that he is affecting her still mm-hmm. in that way. And then Denise kind of starts to talk crap about John because all she knows of him is what's happened to Sanem in the yes. last year. Duren gently corrects her like, no, that's not everything. Yep. And he's a good man and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I love it. And then Duren stares at Balut. And I put, and nobody's staring at Yidiot because Mirhaban's looking at Aziz with uh-huh. love. Sanem's looking at John. Duren's looking at Balut. And nobody's looking well, at Well, and Yid. Denise is looking at Muzo of all people. Yes. And I put, Denise stares at Muzo. And she put, he's so cute. And she talks about how he's not classically handsome. Uh-huh. And that, oh, well, he's the only interesting looking guy. Uh-huh. And so she has a thing for interesting looking guys. Yep. And not classically handsome men, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. So then it's, Yeet is no one's type because <laughs> who likes a creep? Nobody. 
So then it's actually time for the photo shoot. And I put, we love our scheming Fikri Harika employees. Yep. Because the, well, so we have a weird little moment between JJ and Muzo. They're kind of exchanging sorrows over Ihan and Yuli's. So they share a little moment. They have a little cry together. And then Aziz walks up and calls them children. And so JJ's like, he sees us as his own son. Yeah. And did you notice he wrote (laughs) Muzo? Or was it him or Muzo? Maybe it was Muzo. One of them says, he probably loves us more than Emre. I thought that was so good. (laughs) I loved it. Nice little dig at Emery. So good. I'll take it. So then we, I said, um, scheming John Bay because he's holding like a hard drive right now. We yes. still don't fully know everything of the plan, uh-huh. but he's holding this hard drive. He's also working on his camera. Yep. And, and then, then Baba comes. I put Baba comes for a pep talk. Aziz for president. Yes. He just gives him a nice, sweet little talk. Yeah, it's just a cute moment, mm-hmm. and then he's and then John's like, "Yeah, you know, it's I basically have forgotten how to take pictures. I haven't taken pictures this mm-hmm. whole year." And Aziz is like, "Don't worry, I'll show I'll you." I'll show you. <laughs> and he gives him a little lesson, and yes. it's just it's very sweet. It's a sweet father son moment. Yeah. Um, and then Sunim grabs a grape and starts swinging on this pretty swing that has like flowers and vine all over it. Yeah, because they set everything up to be nice and romantic yes. and beautiful. And she's just kind of, she's just in her own little world, you know. Yeah. In her thoughts and whatnot. So John notices her uh-huh. and starts snapping candids of her. I said, which I may point out, I don't care how hypocritical this is. It's not gross or creepy in the nope. slightest. Nope. And And then I put, what's funny though, is everyone staring at him doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then I love it because Mirabon says love is beginning again. Yeah, she she finally. I think this is the point where she's, she's like, okay, she watches and she says, how it looks all right, her. let 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 the love bloom. Uh-huh. I think is what she says. Um, and they're all just like, okay, yeah, we should leave. And then JJ's like, yeah, Duran, I yeah, sent I Yeet as it. far away as possible. <laughs> yep. Keep an eye. I love it because he says, keep an eye out for him. He may suddenly show up. Yeah. He walks pretty fast with that stick in his uh-huh. long legs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Isn't that weird how Freaking fast he it. walks? Uh-huh. Yes. So then, um, so then. Okay. They all kind of end up leaving. They do. Yeah. They all kind of disperse. Like, let's leave them for five more minutes like this yes. before we come back and say, okay, time to start. Because this isn't actually a part of the photo shoot. Right. But they're like, let's just leave them for five more minutes. Right. And there's like a funny, weird thing of Mirabon's like, let's go for our tractor ride yeah. in the mountain. <laughs> yes. So, and it's just going to be her and so her and Aziz are going to go on a date yes. riding tractors. So, yeah. I'm like, I feel like we missed something. Yeah. So, to touch on. We touched on this a little bit because when we were talking about all the Layam stuff. Mm. So we're at that final confrontation where yes, all the truth comes out of what that really was. Mm-hmm. But then Huma is still stuck on, I can't get past what you said, though, when you were angry. He's just like his dad with his yes. girlfriend. And she's like, what do you mean with his girlfriend? And, of course, they try to backtrack like, oh, we were just talking emotionally, blah, blah, blah. But basically, And Huma's, no one will admit. No one will admit anything. But, you know, basically – she um she is like putting two and two together like yeah okay he must have a girlfriend because you wouldn't have said that what's yes. going on she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna go over to the farm and figure out what's yeah. going on part of me though is like 
I'm sorry, you've had what two husbands since him? Yeah. So what does it matter to you and whether he has a girlfriend? Been or not? divorced for yeah. what twenty years? Yes, probably. At least. Yeah. Because the guys, the boys were little, little. Yeah. So it's like. Why do you even care? Did he go hunting after you every time you got remarried? I know. It's really weird. It's so weird. But nothing about Huma makes sense. Nope. Um, So so we're back back to to the the photo photo shoot. shoot. Yeah. Um, And Sanem finally sees – she notices John. She notices him. Uh And then she – he walks up to her and (laughs) – we have more more double talk because he's like mm-hmm. he says Chuck Guzel and and he's like, uh yeah, the swing. <laughs> yeah. The swing is very beautiful. This is where that meme would come in handy again. Sure, sure John. John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so finally Yidiot found his way back and he's like, JJ, why did you tell me this the photo shoot started at the dock when clearly everything is here? Uh-huh. He's like, Oh, I must have been or Duran or somebody says like, oh, he must have been mistaken. And Muzo and JJ give each other this look. And, and Muzo's like, mm, like trying not to laugh. <laughs> so good. I love it. And then. And John realizes too. Because yes. he's like kind of sees it and he kind of smirks and smiles towards JJ. Like, so he knows JJ's got his back. JJ's suspicious of Yeet. Yep. I love it. It's just like one more little like, okay, someone's on my side at least with yes. this, you know. And then JJ accidentally, quote, kicks, kicks his, cane. his cane. Oh, that was <laughs> so good. That was like the best. I uh, even though nothing comes of it, I don't care. Just the fact that he kicked it yep. when this guy and supposedly. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, pardon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it. <sighs> so, uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. So then. Um, oh, JJ yeah. kicks his cane, and that's when John basically tells M like, look, because then she kind of gets all nervous again. Yeah. And he's like, look, act like I'm not here, and that triggers a memory. Yep. And from then episode she four. just kind of starts zoning out and daydreaming. Yes. And I assume she's just frozen in that flashback. Right. Because we get a little snippet of when he tells her that in episode four, when she does the modeling for. Yeah. When Metin set up. When Metin the... set up the photo shoot uh-huh. and didn't tell either one of them who the <laughs> photographer or the model was. Uh-huh. And she's frozen frozen though for a little while and jj's like get denise like yeah um and denise- yeah she zoned out again and john was like what do you mean again again does this happen a lot yeah and i just poured john like you can just see like this goes beyond anything he could have imagined yeah like, sad so then i put poor stiffs on him she's nervous i know she's nervous she's upset and she's upset because she doesn't want her picture taken by john nope and jj is on yeet blocking duty i love it because you notice he's like sticking to him like yes. white on rice yep and so we get a little uh photo shoot montage yes and do you notice because sonam's hair's in the way and he keeps and john tells jj to move it uh-huh to, like fix it and he but he actually musses it up more and then duran's like what are you doing and he's like just wait a minute. Yeah. Because then he realizes it's going to make John come yep. over and actually move her hair himself. And we get some hair uh-huh. touching. That which we, we know John Bay loves his girl's hair. Mm-hmm. So he fixes her hair. And then that basically, she, after that, she's like, I'm done with this. Let's let's do it more inside. Or like, let's change right. the scene. Change the scene now. Because she, yeah. she's like, I can't handle she this. She can't handle Get me the heck out of here. So... They're setting up another scene in the living room. So Muzo and Denise are just stacking all of her books. Yeah. 
all of Sanem's uh, books in the background. So yeah, in the background. The they're like staging it. Yeah. yeah. So they're chatting and stuff and Muzo singing Ihan's praises to Denise, which I kind of love. Like, yeah. And we find out that her and Sanem still t- still yes, talk every, every day. day, which I love. Yes. Um, And Muzo's like, well, are you threatened by that? And she's like, no. Like, I think he's just trying to say like Ihan's her best friend, more than her best yeah, friend Yeah, they weren't you know? just friends. They were basically sisters. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then he he kind of goes into this rant where he's talking about how he's just surrounded by all these muscle men and their physiques. And Denise tells him, well, I think you're more handsome than they are. But he, he thinks Muzo, she's he thinks making that, fun of him. He thinks that she is mocking yeah. him because he's like, nobody thinks that about me. Yeah. And he, he's he, like, great. Uh, now you're going to mock me? Yeah. So he like goes off on her. I know. And walks out and she's like, what just yeah it's sad poor muzo it is kind of sad who would have thought from episode one we would ever say (laughs) poor muzo (laughs) my how the tables have turned yeah and i said and now for my favorite gifable moment the best memeable moment i use this gif so much (laughs) i just used it yesterday actually and it's John's carrying the big old thing of flowers. Yep, him and Baloo are walking on up, and Sanem it's and Duran are looking, and they're like, "Oh, great! Here come these men, here come the muscle men." Uh huh. And Sanem <laughs> can't handle it, and she's like, "Water!" <laughs> and Duran hands her a bottle of water, and she just dumps it all over herself <laughs> to cool herself down. And oh my gosh. It's, and Duren's like, um, what just happened? Like, we got to go fix your hair and makeup now. Come on. And she's like, I feel great. Sometimes like, I feel great. Like, what are you talking about? Well, and they, and Duren was telling her, talking about her being cool. Yes. And, I've and, never felt cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're cool. You're fine. Because she's all bent still with the whole John taking yes. the photo. And she's like, listen, it's going to be fine. It's going to be over soon. You're you're very cool. You're calm. You're collected. And mm-hmm. that's, you're right. That's when she's like, well, I've never felt cooler. Yeah. And then ugh, I put Gimpy McFaker tries to tell John off, question mark. Like, yeah, he's like, son, I'm so confused. We'd have handled this better if you weren't here. Yeah. And I love that John just goes, nah. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> what? what? And then answers his phone. And he goes, and that's when he has the whole fake conversation like yes yeah i got this package from you in the mail but i don't understand what it is like i never installed a security camera why are you sending this to me now and like oh well yes you know my phone was disconnected for a year i've just gotten back Uh so you know what is oh it's security camera okay well so would it have a recording from last year i'd Uh be interested to see Oh, you would. You do have it. I see. And Yeet's listening in around the corner, realizing his eyes like, are getting wide. Yep. He's realizing that he's in deep trouble. Yep. And I put, how do you like them apples? Yogurt. Yep. So then, so they're finally, getting everything set up, and John updates Emre. Yes, they go. They go to the, the dock and uh, meet up, and he tells him, "Hey, this is what I'm going to need you to do. Mm-hmm. Once I basically give you the signal, I need you to put this." Into the hut in front of Yeet so he knows exactly where so it's going. So he knows that's where it's hidden. Yep. And then if he tries to get it, then we'll know for sure whether or not he did anything. Right. Because he would have no interest in security footage from the yeah, cabin. Yeah, he wouldn't be worried about it if, if he didn't do anything wrong. Yep. Yep. So the last part of the photo shoot's happening in Sanem's like living room by the kitchen. Right. And she's it's supposed just, to pretend she's writing. Yes. And – JJ reads the Sadaje O portion of the book and he yeah. starts, he's like, why am I reading this? This always makes me emotional. And he's like crying. 
And then enter Emre. He shows up like, oh, I got off work early and just wanted to say hi. And John's like, oh, I'm glad you're here. What a coincidence that I'm here. I need you to do a favor for me. Can you please go put this in the cabin for me? And hands him the package with the hard drive. And um, meanwhile, Sanem's sitting there just trying to collect herself, but she's got her eyes closed because she just is dreading this. Yeah. And – it's just too much for her. It's too much. And um, so it's all kind of been building all day. Yes. And finally, we have the explosion. Yes. JJ's crying again over another portion of the book. Yeah. Sanem then loses it because yeah. John tries to tell her, like, okay, just relax and act like you do when you're normally writing. And yeah. she's like, I don't write. And he's like, I understand, like, you're not really writing. Like, but this is just for the photo. She's like, no, you don't understand. I'm yeah. not writing anything for a year. I haven't. And it just kind of all comes yes. out. Like, yeah. So Duran basically is like, come on, guys, let's go. Yes. Let's give everybody a minute. Um, or or John says, can you give us a minute? Yes. And so then John says, listen, Sanem, I didn't take any pictures either. Mm-hmm. Well, because he tries to grab her arm and she's like, don't touch, don't me. touch me. And he says, listen, I didn't take any photos mm-hmm. either for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Not a single one. He says, today was the first time. And he says, Sanem, we don't have to be like this. Yeah. We don't have to be enemies. So Sanem says, okay, then what should we be? Friends? Lovers? Workmates? We tried everything, didn't we? Is there anything else left that we didn't already try? Mm. Everything is exhausted. We are exhausted. I have no faith left. And he asks her, about what? And she Mm. says that you loved me once, that you didn't forget me, that you actually cared about me. Mm. And he says, you're right. I also have no faith left in me. And she says, good, then our feelings are mutual. Mm. Remember what you said when we were doing the photo shoot? You said, act like I'm not here. I'm going to do that from now on. And you should unsee me as well. And that's like the last conversation that they have in the episode. It is. Which is pertinent to what happens later. Yep. So... So Aziz and Mirabon are having a sweet little dinner together. Yes. Little do they know the hell that's breaking upon their doorstep. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dude, you had all these people. Because slowly but surely everyone starts to pile up because the items have followed Huma over because she's on a rampage. Emery then shows up after putting the um, hard drive away. He comes to get John to tell him like, hey, come with me. Like, Well, he – Yeah. Oh, I'm no, skipping. I'm you are skipping yeah. because um, Yiddy immediately goes to break in. Yes, and Emery's watching him. Yes, without <laughs> filming it. That's what, what. That's what my note was. I was what? like, videotape him. Where is your phone? Why are you not taking video of this to show Son M? Yeah, but he calls John, and John mm-hmm. comes over, and John sees. So there are officially two witnesses. Yes. So I guess that's better than nothing. True, but still. They should have videotaped him mm-hmm. and gotten the hard proof, the hard evidence. I know. But so they're watching him being dumb. Yep, because he's trying to break, figure out how to break in. Yeah. And John, and, there's like this huge chain and lock on the door. And John's like, he's never going to be able to get in there. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. I've made sure that the door's reinforced very well. Yeah. Which, again, hold on to that thought. <laughs> yeah. But um, they, um, they, Get a phone call. Yes. And? That Huma's there, so they got to go deal with her crazy. Yeah, because she's wreaking havoc. Right. So 
everyone winds up in front of Aziz's doorstep because They're the Aidens have followed Huma over. John and Emre are over there. The Fikriharika gang's there. <laughs> yeah. So everyone. JJ's like, Mom, Mom, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> what are you doing, Mom? She starts screaming for Aziz. <laughs> Aziz and Miramon finally hear um, her calling him and they're like yeah. what the heck is going and on she's at the knocking door? at the door she's yeah. like stay here i'll go see what's going on yeah so aziz opens the door it's huma well then mirabon is like aziz who is that and she kind of winds up walking to the front door with him yeah and then huma sees that it's mirabon that is his girlfriend mm-hmm. and she just stares for a hot minute and then passes out <laughs> Which I love this so much because Aziz is basically like, whatever. Like, well, because Mirban's like, I should probably get, get some water. He's and like, he's no, all, no, don't. <laughs> she'll be fine. Watch. Yep. Trust me. Yep. She'll be fine. <laughs> and then, of course, Balut comes running up and says, like, there's a fire, everyone. Yes. Like, it's crazy. So everyone leaves. And it's funny because they're like, shouldn't we help Huma? And he's like, no, she'll wake up when it's purposeful. (laughs) She'll wake up when she's ready. (laughs) So just, you know, leave her slumped over on the doorstep here for it. Yeah. And they all go running to where this fire is. Yes. Um, So it's the hut. So now it's the hut that's on fire. Yes. Because apparently – Idiot can't leave it alone, no. so he decides to just set the whole he, thing yep. on fire. He just way to go to from like, zero yep. to a hundred, dude. Like, like yeah, it's not enough that you're a creep. It's not enough that you have a photo of Sanem hanging in your bedroom. It's not now, enough that you ruined his and her life for the last hey, year. It's arson. It's another warning sign of a serial killer. Yep. It's not enough that you're faking a limp, okay, Ted Bundy, uh-huh. with your fake injury. Yep. And then yeah. you – He's an arsonist. You're now an arsonist. <laughs> so he's watching from afar as everyone's freaking out. Yeah. The whole group is like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Because everyone's there except Sonem. Yes. Because she had, you know, she left was still... after um, – She had, yeah, stayed back after she and John had their confrontation. Yeah. She walks up to see what the commotion's all about just as John breaks away and bolts for the door. Yes. Which he kicks in with little to no effort because he's John Well, what if – yeah, and who – I mean, it had been on fire for a bit, so the structure was not completely (laughs) I was just trying to point out how strong he is, but whatever. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to be like, this is illogical. No, because Yeet's a beanpole and John is – And a gimp. (laughs) And a fake gimp. A fake gimp. So (laughs) – which is funny because I feel like that should have then also been revealed when he was sneaking around trying to get into the house. Well, he still there. had the cane. I know, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you're I, right. I you're wish right. he wouldn't have because it's like he would have just been trying to. If he like get had in it there. on his shoulders, yes. <laughs> and then they would have been like, oh, and he's not even. Uh, no, he's not even limping. So, yeah. anyways, so John takes off, kicks the door, in and runs in. Everyone starts freaking out. Yes, Son M sees that she loses it yes in one of the most emotional scenes i've ever seen from her yeah like i mean it the last two episodes have been very emotional but no but it's jarring it's this frantic yeah yes jarring is a very good way to describe it she's screaming for him yeah and i hadn't realized this this episode the scene was already i didn't in 41 i I was like holy crap we already had the fire Uh so did i nope yeah so she's screaming and the episode ends frozen on her face oh my gosh so we don't know oh my gosh if john comes back out i don't know if he's dead or alive you guys (laughs) 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> In Aziz's words. <laughs> so that's the episode. Uh, okay. It, yeah. <laughs> After we drop this episode, I'm going to go back and listen to our first responses to 40 and 41. Yeah, I really that's a good am, idea. I'm very curious. like Because, again, when we recorded our bonus on this one, we didn't know what was coming. Right. So we right. didn't know what to be looking for, like right. clues and things like and that. And it was us watching it without subs. And so. without subs. Yeah. So anyhow, another yeah. great Aisha episode. Yep. Um, okay. So in the same – in a similar – vein mm-hmm. well i guess it's not similar but in a related are yeah and i don't know in for, some, for some vein. <laughs> our question of the week hey i was trying to help you i know but my brain is failing me right now so basically we you know we were talking about if you had a question for aisha and i'm kind of thinking of like the series as a whole since we're coming to the end Mm -hmm. and i want to know so obviously we know the kind of comeuppance that huma and yeet did or did not receive without offering spoilers okay so i want to know what your wish would have been for yeet's comeuppance in the end how would you have liked to see him end or be revealed for his lies like what what is your perfect ending to yes put yourself in the writer's shoes yeah and write us a scene of sorts where he his where how his lies and everything is exposed yep Mm -hmm. i love that yeah Oh, we should do that next. We should do Humas next week. That's that's <laughs> kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, because you know, those of us who have finished the series know how or how not they, you know, were their lies were revealed, right. and uh, I guess payback was earned. So, but in an ideal world, I want to know what your writing yes. would be for that. Yes, so, I love it. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Well, you guys know the drill. Yeah. Um, find us on social media at Dizzy4DZ on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Dizzy4DZ podcast at gmail.com. Let us hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. There's – um, and I just realized there's – one of you emailed me. I can't remember who at the time. I want to say Miriam. I will write you back. Part of your email covered an episode of DEK I hadn't watched yet, so I stopped oh. reading the email. Um, because she warned me that there were spoilers. Okay. So I will get back to you now that I've watched that episode. I promise I'm not ignoring your email. Mm-hmm. I love hearing from you. Uh, but yeah, so shoot us an email, messages, come comment on our stuff. Yep. And yeah, we'll be back next week with volume 42. That's right. Post to go. Go to Shadows. Shadows.